Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. This episode of the 239 Uncensored Podcast is proudly sponsored by Florida Pro Realty. If you are buying, selling, renting, or in need of property management, please give us a call or visit our website at www.floridaprorealty.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have a great guest on our podcast this episode. We have a living legend, Johnny Nasera, Dr. Johnny. Johnny, welcome to the studio. What do you what do you think about this place? Oh, I tell you what, I was very impressed when I walked in here. You got some setup here. It's great. Well, thanks. You know, it's it's great to have you. And I don't know if you know this. I mean, I know you know that I know your sons, JR and Jim. Uh, I've known them for a long time, coached baseball with them, had a great time. But what you don't know probably is I listened to you when I first moved to Naples back in 1990. And I and when I say I listened to you, we'll talk a little bit about it. I listened to you on your uh you know, the car clinic, Dr. Johnny. And it was just something that I look forward to. I think it was on Saturdays. Was that on Saturday? Saturday morning from 9 to 10. Uh, every Saturday morning. Started out in 1985. Um, a gentleman by the name of Ed Carroll, who was doing the WNOG, which was Naples on the Gulf, right. on 1270 AM radio. And he asked me, uh, actually, I was fixing his car. And he said, you know, how about coming on the show with me one mo one morning? Because he was broadcasting from 6 to 9. And we did a show together, and he just, like, said, you know what? You're the car doctor. You, you're, you're the man. <laughs> so I, I, you jumped to it, but how did you get that name, Dr. Johnny? Well, don't forget, our shop is the uh, is across from the Naples Community Hospital. Right. So we're the other hospital on 4th Avenue North where we fix your car, not your body. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's basically how I got the doctor name. I had a good advertising agent, and uh, he, he basically came up with the doctor. We put a nice sign up there and said, the doctor is in. Come fix your car. And and it stuck, right? So it stuck, it, and, and it just, just kept going. And I went from WNOG uh, to Wink Radio. And then from Wink Radio to Gulf Radio. So I've been on three different stations, and uh, it's been 36 years. I just retired this last uh, January. Now, you, you obviously miss doing it, but you're probably like... I try to get my to get up JR anymore. to do it, because he would actually come in and, you know, uh, come in for me once in a while if I was away for the weekend. And uh, he was enjoy doing it, but I, he's sorry he's not doing it now, but... Uh, you know, it takes a lot of time, and, uh, you know, I've never been stumped. They People would ask me for all kinds of questions with you know, the headline is falling down or <laughs> car pulls to the left or, you know, I got this dump, dump, dump when I step on the brakes. I mean, it was just uh, one question after the other. And I rattled them off, and uh, I never got stumped. There was a, there was a, a, um, a person, uh, or actually a technician in Golden Gate, uh, that used to call the show to uh, try to stump me. Stump, stump you. But he never did. And uh, the, my last show, he, he called in. He said, I'm going to, I know you never got stumped, but I'm going to stump you with this one. So I, I said, go ahead. He says, give me the firing order of a 1955 Chevy with a 265 cubic 
engine. And I rattled it off. Holy and he shit. said, you son of a... And hung up the phone. <laughs> and, and you that know, was like I, my last show. Yeah, and, and that's a big thing now is like we're, we're kind of like cheating, right? Because this is a podcast. We can edit. We can stop it. Um, well, you, you, know, can, you can do me live. I, I mean, I've got enough right, radio behind me. Right. I know I can... You're good live, but I wouldn't be so good live because, like you said, those well, days you, you could do it. You could, the people you could do stuff radio, you. It's like anything else. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you just get used to it. And, you know, the main thing is be honest and absolutely, obviously, know know your product. So if you know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you know, we'll talk a little bit more about the the living legend status, right? You're you're 77. I'm I'm going to be 77. You 77. you are like unbelievable shape. Now now Johnny called me exactly. How I to, love tennis and I play it, tennis. Yeah. Uh, you're, Two to three times a week. So yeah, it's amazing. Now you called in, you know, get to the studios a little bit, but that's hard for everybody. So it's a, it's a little tricky to find up here at Vanderbilt Airport at the Galleria shop. Yeah, so, and yeah. a little t- tr- yeah, Well, this yeah. is a huge complex. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's it, big. But, it's uh, big up here. It's a Beautiful great place. Setup. Yeah. Once what, you told me to lobster roll, and I love lobster. So. <laughs> I know. We, I don't know when that's going to open. I hope, yeah, I hope pretty soon. Yeah, opening soon. Yeah. So let, let let me go back a little bit. When did you arrive in Naples, and how did you end up coming to this beautiful? Okay. Um, originally, I was from college. Uh, we came down on some, you know, went to, uh, you know, spring breaks and uh, with my buddies. And um, my wife never, when I finally got married, uh, my wife never been to Florida. So we said, let's go down. And my dad says, get, you're working too hard. Go take some time off. So uh, we went to uh, my sister at the time told me there was a gentleman uh, was a good friend of hers that she she was an interior designer and she had did his house in uh, in New York and so she says go see him he's at the Cove Inn in Naples oh okay so uh, we went to Daytona we went to watch the motorcycle races and then we went to uh, Fort Lauderdale Miami and then came over to Naples across the alley which was only two lanes. So uh, we went to go see Dr. Miller his name was he was okay. had his boat at the Cove Inn. And uh, he took a liking to me, but who was with him? But a, a guy by the name of Ad Miller. Now, ah. old timers would know Ad Miller because yeah. he, he was a famous realtor in Yeah, town. real estate people know him. And that's he for sure. would, his biggest quote was, Naples sells itself. And he, you know, he did really, really well. And he actually was in my Rotary Club too, because I joined Rotary right away because I was a past president of a Rotary Club in Putnam Valley. And I was also a past president of the. the Rotary Club of Naples uh, in 1987. So I've been around. I got in Rotary. I won the four-way test, uh, Rotarian of the Year, major fundraiser. I came up with a fundraiser. I got friendly with uh, Dick DeVoe, who got me a Cadillac at at cost, and we sold it, and we used the money all for kids' scholarships at Naples High School. So that really worked out well. We raised a ton of money, and I did that for 10 years. And then they tried something else. Um, well, and that goes back to some of that, going. some of the stuff that you've done. I mean, you've just been a, a huge supporter of the Naples community in general. Uh, you know, well, when I was always a, a good supporter of, of children. Yeah, I mean, no, like anything. Literally, yeah, uh, everything, all the different things. I started, things. I got friendly with uh, Mr. Do- Dovacott from, from Laley. Okay. And he had, to, when he was building that Laley, he had to put a complex for sports events or something anyway um like if it, it just they'd have to have that as far as getting his uh re- regular uh you know with the contracts for the selling homes right. you had to have a certain area 
school right. A certain period. portion of that had yeah, to be set, yeah, set yeah, aside to set get aside. it. Right. Correct. So he had that land and he gave it to me. He said, you do this for the, the kids and stuff and get, get something going. So I built uh, what my, my buddy, Bill Spencer, uh, who's worked for Bill. the county for years. Yep. I also coached well, with him. You yeah. probably. Yeah, had, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Naples side with right. Jim. And uh, so he, uh, between the two of us, we built that uh, Gulf Coast Little League. And uh, ah, yes, and right at the there. time, my wife actually sold um, candy for, and made $10,000 to make the payments because I got, I, we had to borrow some money. A lot of the land I got, but I wanted to build a building for the, for the hold equipment and actually for someone to watch the games and, uh, you know, and store a lot of stuff. So anyway, we built this building and uh, we needed some money. So I got friendly with Mamie Took from, at the time, was Barnett Bank. Mm -hmm. And I needed, I said, Mamie, I need $100,000. She said, what are you going to do with it? I said, I want to build a little league field. She says, come and get the money. That's nice. how, this wow. is the way it was years wow. ago. It was amazing. That's, that's a ton of money, yeah. too, back then. Yeah, 100000 Yeah. And she gave it to me, you know, without even, just me signing it. So, yeah. and then uh, that worked out great. We built it. The leagues are, I mean, the, the the fields are gorgeous, two fields, because we were getting thrown out of Chatillon and and, right. you know, and it was just it was just getting so busy. And now look at this town. I mean, it's like night and day. I mean, we have grown so much. But anyway, we got that field done, and um, I also built the help build the field at St. John Newman, because both my boys originally went to St. John Newman. And then they got baseball. So they end up going because St. John Newman was only a one A school. Uh, they were both really good athletes. Yeah, they you know, were. They was yeah. a great athlete, and Jimmy was. They all good exposure know, at a yeah, bigger so school. They got, they got mm -hmm. scholarships from college from going to because they got more exposure at a three A school. Jr. ended up going to Laley, and Jimmy ended up going to. Uh, Naples High, who is a quarterback there in baseball. So yeah, that's a, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, um, you know Danny Rogers. And oh yeah, coach for them. Back we had a great team back in uh, it was a '92 season. We went, I think we went all the way up to yeah. We we got beat by Tampa Jesuit. Yeah, well, you're always going to get almost beat in the finals. Some of these teams yeah. that are well, great so kids, many though. Kids to great to kids from great kids. I mean, that's yeah, the, of course, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, you, of you, you can have a star pitcher or something like that, but. You know, I always said, give me a good pitcher and a catcher and I'll go anywhere. Yeah, you know? I got you. Yeah, yeah. Just keep. Well, it's a little bit different, too, because now they'll, you know, they'll pitch somebody for three innings or out. When I, we used to pitch, I mean, we were pitching all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so let me let me go back a little bit. Tell me a little bit about and I, I know that listeners want to hear this. What was Naples like? Oh my when you first got here? Because we know where, where you're at, where you're located, you know, right. Right block off 41 you're kind of in the in the middle but originally my store yeah. was uh, my place was a, a car wash one right day. right and then billy barnett uh converted it to a scotty muffler and i he was the we were the only scott with the only muffler shop from everglades city all the way to fort myers so if you needed a muffler and the mufflers used to go bad then because right they didn't have uh, unleaded gas then and also they made a much better material in, in the metal Right. So it lasts much longer. And also you got the catalytic converters now that actually take the purities out of a lot of the uh, exhaust uh, problems. So anyway, um, so Billy sold that to me for $130,000 in October of 73. Wow. And, 73. Uh, now, I came down originally, as I mentioned before, to see uh, actually to see Dr. Miller. And I saw Ed Miller and he says, John, I'm going to make you a millionaire. You, let's go out and look at some real estate. That's what his name told me. 
And uh, the first thing he showed me was a, a, a empty lot uh, in Port Royal on Galleon Drive. Yeah, tell me, tell me about that. And he said, uh, <laughs> he said, John, you got to buy this lot. I said, how much is this lot? He said, sixty nine thousand dollars. You know, that lot's like twenty two million now or whatever. But <laughs> he was one hundred percent right. Uh, but I didn't have that kind of foresight, and I, you know, the hell, I was only twenty two years old. Rubbing, so rubbing nickels. I didn't know. Either, I, right? I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't have. So I ended up buying a house. Uh, in old Naples for $21,000. And it was you did well. and everything. I never lived in that house. My mom and dad lived in there. My aunts lived in there. My cousin, I mean, my, uh, my uh, brother lived in there. All my family lived in there except me. And I couldn't even get my dad to come down there. When I told my dad that I bought that house for $21,000 cash, by the way, I closed it. Naples, uh, Federal, if you remember that. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. I do remember. Uh, I closed in 10 days. It was unheard of. And I stayed, furnished it, got it all ready for uh, whether I was going to stay or not. But I went back to, I went back home and I said, Dad, I bought a house in Florida. And he said, oh, you stupid. You know, he's a tie. <laughs> right, right. You're crazy. This is where your money is. New York. You don't, you don't want to go to Florida. You, you're crazy. I said, Pop, you got to see this place. Believe me, Naples is wonderful. So I threw the keys on the kitchen table. Yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to know. So I don't hear from him for a couple of days. All of a sudden, I hear he comes in the shop and he says, Hey, I talked to your mother. <laughs> and you know what? I think we go see that place. <laughs> How you get there? So <laughs> I go map how to get there. <laughs> he comes down and uh, gets into place. I don't hear from now. My dad and I were really close. I didn't hear from him for like 10 days. I got worried. So I called the, the chief of police. His name is Woodruff at the time. John Woodruff. Yeah, yeah, I, not not, not the Woodruff. John not, from... Not from, the other Woodruff. Not from the city of Naples, right? No, yeah, no. no relation. Right. But he was the chief of police at the time. And I said, chief, can you go down and look at this address here in Royal Harbor and see my... If my I haven't heard from my mom and dad. I'm nervous. He says, no problem. I'll go myself. Calls me back in about two and a half hours. He says, John... I went over to the house. Your mother wouldn't let me out unless the, she fed me. And, and your father had a, a, gla a bottle of wine that we finished. And he said, they're fine. The phone will be in tomorrow. He'll call you. <laughs> He's so there. I get a phone call from him, like, he, like the chief said. And uh, he said, uh, my dad said, selling my house. I know, come home. Unbelievable. So Unbelievable. I did. I put this house in the market, which is beautiful. They sold it in like 60 days. And uh, he came up just to, you know, with a trailer and got all personal stuff and came down. He stayed in that house. But then he went around the corner and bought on Tarpon Road. Right. 2000 Tarpon Road. And he was a, a new. Uh, that was Royal Harbor, was a, right? Rut, yeah. Royal Harbor, was yeah. a Ruttenberg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember them yeah, too. Yeah. $42,000 he paid for it Jeez. on the water. Well, see, I, I I laugh because I get here in 1990, and I had a chance. Hey, this guy's like, ah, there's a really nice house in, in rural rural harbor, and they're asking 230 for it. It's on the canal and all that. And I and I worked back then. I worked in the Florida Marine Patrol before I switched over to the sheriff's office. Minimum so I, I literally was rubbing. <laughs> I got sure. out of the military, went into that. I was making 907 an hour, and I was like trying to figure out how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And and I was renting. And I ended up in Golden Gate City at another place. But um, that's that's where, you know, that that was just it's just amazing times to look back to see the values and how things have changed over the years. 
And but, you know. of course, he was in that house. He loved it, and uh, he said, "You need to sell the business to come on down." He says, "Well, I miss you. I, this yeah. is where you want to raise your family." Right. I had two young kids, Jr. and Jim. Yeah. So uh, I did it, and uh, I bought a house uh, in Lakewood. Yep. Because it was a, a community where there was more children and right. things like that. In fact, Donna right Fial- off David, Donna between Davis and East Trail, still lives there. Right. Uh, and we used to. I knew Donna real well because I watched her kids and she watched mine. <laughs> that was that kind of relationship. She's a wonderful lady. Yes, she is. And um, so I lived there for a while. Then I bought a house in Royal Harbor on Kingfish, and I was there for 25 years on the bay. So Wonderful then, place. Through divorces and stuff, uh, I ended up losing that house. And right. Ended up building a new one on Dolphin. Okay. And uh, then I sold that and went on the Gulf. And got a, bought a penthouse okay. uh, at the Allegro, and it was there uh, for three, four years, and sold that, made six hundred thousand. Yeah, hey, there you go. And now we're in a, a small condo, just to my wife and I, my new wife, my wonderful lady Mary. She's love of my life. Very good, very good. Yeah. And it's so good to hear those stories from like Naples, and because I, I think the airport pe- road was cobblestone. Yeah, it was like it was pe- little it, kind of pebbles. And no coastal mall, no none of that oh, stuff. No, no, so, no. so when you had your business where it currently sits now, right? So, what what was that like in and well, around the that forty one? Was there right, right? You know that teepee. Yeah, building. I remember that. Still, and still it, there, but it it's was a Mr. Taco Donut place. that right. was on the corner, right? Which I bought. Uh, I own the building. Uh, now it's uh, Dunkin' Donut. Right. So I got a 20-year lease with them there. And, I mean, it was just a, it was just a nice town with really not much traffic. Right. It, now it's real. I got to tell you, Tim, it's, it's getting scarier out there. Yeah. The and the thing is, you don't see the layoff, really. I mean, you see just a – I mean, it gets obviously real crazy this time of year. Crazy isn't – we had – It's nuts. JR has got 142 cars in the lot right now. We don't know where to put them. And here I bought this whole block, yeah, you do one have piece a block, at a yeah. time. And I said, I'll always have plenty of room for cars if we ever expand. I can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just crazy right now. And I don't know how much JR does it. I tell you, he's he actually tripled and quadrupled what what I did. And he's just doing a wonderful job. Yeah, and he and I was going to ask. He's a hard worker. Boy, yeah, and he's you. he's always in the in the in the front he's always in the front new and jimmy, ideas and new jimmy thoughts. too jimmy's a, a you know jimmy likes to go home a little earlier but now that he's coaching he's coaching yeah he's high coaching school. High. so uh he, he's pretty busy boy he's running the he's running the auto parts and the repair business and so a, i, I set a, up the leases to the boys that you know jr has to give him the repair work when a car gets hit like in the front it usually damages the motor or water pump or some radiator right so he can't do that he has to give that to his brother so yeah. it makes it fair to all concerned that's good let me ask you this question how have you been so successful and what do you contribute your success and and i'm not talking i mean obviously financially you're doing okay yeah. but just in general and and people when they hear your name they they yeah it's a good question honesty I, you know i gotta tell you i've never been afraid to work i mean my work ethic was always uh I go out in the middle of the night and tow. I mean, I did this in New York. I mean, I, I tow cars. We had a towing business in, in, in the Bronx. So I go out. Oh, I'd listen to the radio 24-7. If there's an accident, first one get there, got the car. Right. I mean, get that's the it. way it was. Right. And so you go, I remember one time, I'll tell you a quick story. Yeah. That's good. I went on the West Side Star. Uh, I get a call from the police, the New York police, and they said, 
hey, go pick up this car. It's on West Side, uh, Wayside Highway, right near 57th Street. It's pulled over. Call us when you get there. So I get there, and no tires on the car. All four tires were gone. <laughs> so then I went to, I said, I better call them back. At the time, there was not much cell phones here, I'm telling you. So I go up to 59th Street where there was a call box. I call them in. I said, hey, you got to get an officer here. There's no tires on this car. I just want to make sure you know. She says, all right, go back to the car. I'll make sure uh, a, a, a trooper over there in, in, in within five minutes. Sure enough, I get there. The cop's there. All four doors are gone. I said. In that time? In that time. was Couldn't have been more than six minutes, maybe. I, I said, man, I want these guys working for me. I mean, how? I mean, and if I would have left again, there'd probably be the windshield be gone, the seats would be gone. I mean, it was amazing. That's the way it was on uh, in in Manhattan. I went through a lot, especially I reposed some cars, and that was kind and of. And how old were you then? You were young, car. right? You oh were yeah, young. I was 22, yeah. 23 years yeah, old. Yeah, just running, maybe running even earlier than that. I was probably more than like 18, maybe. Right, you know? right, yeah. You no, know, we had a, a nice business, and we ended up getting out of the Bronx and going to uh, on the Taconic State Parkway in Mayapak, New York, which okay. is about 50 miles out of the city. My dad saw things happening in the Bronx, and he said, we got to get out of here. You're not going to raise your kids here, that's for sure. And then, of course, when he got to Florida, he said the same thing. And, <laughs> right, right. Get down here. Right. And so here yeah. I am. And then, of course, I was uh, I had a career politically with uh, city council, Naples City yes, Council. Yes, I do. Uh, I started out in 1996, uh, served four years. Then I ran for mayor in 2000, and I lost uh, by a m very slim margin, and only because Peter Van Arsdale decided to run, and he was he was always aligned with me uh, on the way we voted. You know, we would call the bridge boys. You know, we talked about putting a bridge across Central Avenue right the airport over to the other many side many years ago. Right. Anyway, uh, so we would call the bridge boys, and he decided at the last minute to run, and he only got 800 votes, but. I would have gotten all his votes and I would have won. Right, so, right. Anyway, that's okay. Bonnie McKenzie won. And, uh, um, yeah, because it split the boat on your guys' oh, side, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah. split the boat. Yeah. I, I, it's just the way it was. Yeah. It's okay. So well, and that's, I, and that's I, how I came it works. back yeah. in 2004, became vice mayor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also was always involved with the kids to, well, one thing I did it when I, in the first from 96, 2000, I brought the electric truck to Naples. Nobody even thought about that. And there was a guy on council by the name of Fred Tarrant. He was blind. I, I remember. It cost us $60,000 to get that thing where the braille that he would have to feel things. Right. Because he was blind. And, right. And that's how he used to read the contracts. But anyway, he was a totally against the electric car because he said he couldn't see it. He couldn't be. And would it? Electric was no noise either. Right. So couldn't hear <laughs> he it. He voted against it. Couldn't but see it. It was in the budget that the manager could have done it. And at the time it was Richard Woodruff. And I gotta tell you, Richard Woodruff was probably the smartest guy I ever met. And he was our city manager. He was so smart that he knew where he was stepping. When he was stepping the next step, he knew where that foot was going. And he is the reason that Naples is the way it is today. He had the foresight on Goodlett Road to put all those complexes in for the city. Right. Eventually, he wanted to move City Hall over there. But, you know, he got, there was that Fred Tarrant, uh, he, he went against his integrity and uh, he quit. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. And he, there, he went to Wilson Mill and Peak as an engineer. 
because he had, he had the, the background of um, of a, a town planner. The guy was unreal. Yeah, I remember Richard and well. Talented. Because, yeah, his son played football. Yeah, Lucas, I believe. You know, yeah. we yeah. down Cambia Park. We, yeah, we started that things for the kids. You know, where they can play and stuff like that. You know, we got us all together with hammers and nails. We built that, and we also built the skateboard park, I the original skateboard that. park, mm -hmm. where we started out with 150 kids. Now there are over 6,000 kids in that program, and you know, we've had this big thing that city people didn't want the county kids to come over the line i mean what come on i mean a kid what does a kid know and you know so that worked out but it was always something usually from the old naples association who didn't want fifth avenue i brought this andre duane over to design he was a town planner Look at it now. Designed fifth avenue Look at it now. and they were against it we don't need this we don't guess who's using those restaurants right now the same people that came before me and said, oh, you can't do this. You can't do this. It's, it's, it's amazing oh, what, what's been done down there. That brings me to the skate park. Yeah. I, I was driving by that the other day, and I, and I got a, a really good look at it because I think it was, it was a, a time of day where not a lot. That, that thing is amazing, and yeah. it's named after you. Yes. Yeah. And, I, how, you know, how did that all well, ideas and thoughts, and I obviously mean, it progressed that, to that where started it started. It again. Right? We started with 150 kids, and I got restaurants to bring uh, over uh, a lot of the park to bring pizzas and sodas and stuff for the kids and that built and built. We needed a bigger place. So Richard Woodruff at the time, he said, you know what? I think we can build some of this. So we built a Mickey Mouse one out of wood. And I remember it, the original. Yeah, the original yeah. one. And then, you know, it got so crowded, we knew we had to do something. So we hired a company by the name of Team Payne out of California to actually construct the current one that's made out of cement, I think they charge us $85,000. And it is what it is today, and of course, it's, it's well used. And uh, I put up $100,000 uh, where if any kid that can't, I originally wanted only charge the kids $5. But they said, well, you need more and this and that. And that. All right, so they raised it to $30. So I said, if any kid, can't afford that $30. You take it out of that $100,000 right. and also use it for the maintenance. And that money is, it's actually bills, it's a fund okay. that I put up. And then, uh, so it should be there a long time. And by the way, there was a group that wanted to take that whole complex down and put pickleball in because there was, there was so much call for pickleball. Pickleball has really gone crazy. It has. But... They came out of the woodwork. The parents came out of the woodwork and said, that'll never happen. And I think, Johnny, one of the reasons why Collier County, Naples, is so successful is we do spend time with our kids. I, I worked, you know, luckily I worked at the sheriff's yeah, office. don't forget, it's a retirement town. Yeah, oh, I know. But, yeah. And if you don't believe me, come to JR's shop and see all the cars that are banged. When they, they bang out, they pull out, of, they back out of their garage and they knock mailboxes over. And, I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's a retirement town. And it is. Sometimes the drivers shouldn't be driving. Yeah, in some cases. So, but still, but, but they're finding younger company, uh, uh, families moving down here more and more. And now we're pretty much filling the city. It's really the right. expansion is North Naples and East Naples, like mad now. Crazy. I mean, you know, I, when I first came here, if you went past Pine Ridge Road, it was the sticks. Yeah. I mean, you, it's just, you know, you wouldn't go out. There's nothing up there. But not now. And even East, if you go East now, it's just amazing. You, 
and you're going to laugh when you hear this grand central station was like the place to be. Right. It's like, I remember that grouper house and uh, yeah, it was just like some right. of those places. And I remember like, there was really no, like the, what this, and, and I know some people remember house, the yeah. swamp buggy lounge. Uh, there's oh, just yeah. all some of those Mr. places. C's yeah. And, and on people don't realize if they move here now, what it was like in it. And it oh, really wasn't all that long ago. And it's, you know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, for me to look back, you know, it's just wonderful, but I've always believed in smart growth, and you can't stop people from coming here. How, sure. do you, how would you say to your uncle that's in uh, Philadelphia, say, uh, Uncle Joe, don't come to Naples, you know? Uh, you know, there's too many people here. How do you say that to him? You can't. I remember Larry Ingram, who is the, um, um, he's an attorney. I think he's retired now, but he had, he used to be a judge, believe in the city of Naples, but he designed these signs to put on, he was giving them away. It says, Naples. Don't tell your friends about it. <laughs> that's what this. That's what the sticker said. And he would we need to start. We need to start that out in the courtroom. <laughs> well, and that's it's kind of funny you say that too because we and, and I'll run this by you now. We we know a lot of people from up north, right? Whether it be Chicago, New York, Boston, whatever, they're coming down to Florida, and they if they can afford to live down in Naples, they'll come this way. But what do we tell those folks that are leaving because of the maybe the politics and the tightness and the things that are happening up there? What do we tell them? I mean, who live? Who wants to live in New York now? It's tough. I can't. Democratic state. I mean, that's absolutely just what you know. What the mayor did to that town is just—it's just sickening. At least maybe this new guy. The Blasio made it real tough. Oh, the new guy Adams. I think good. Yeah, at least he's he's kind of working his way back. He's going to try to kill former law enforcement. You realize seventy-six percent increase in crime in New York? It's crazy. Seventy-six percent. Yeah. So I hope this Adams guy does something yeah. for the, for that state. But you know, Naples is just a wonderful place to live. Yeah. We have it all. We have the great restaurants. Uh, you know, a lot of it's easy location to go to go. You know, in fifteen minutes you can go to the best restaurant. You can go to a theater. You go. I mean, we have it all. Yeah. It's a really great town. I, I, I it's my it's my love anyway. But yeah. no, hey, it's I do love North Carolina though. Yeah, yeah. You, you said mean, you're gonna, you're gonna be here. Yeah. Aged, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, nice up there. I like to get out of the no, the, heat. the heat. Right. And uh, I have a place in uh, two. I actually have two homes in North Carolina. One I have in Lake Hickory, right on the water, a 23 mile lake that eventually goes into Lake Norman, but which I've never gotten that far with my boat. But and also I have a home in the Smoky Mountains, 5,000 feet up, and a place called Beach Mountain. I know it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Very and, nice place. And the temperature there, Tim, never goes higher than 74. Beautiful. A lot of, actually, a lot of the folks that we work with at Sheriff's Office, Beach Mountain, they, they retire there. They can go oh, there's there. a lot Beautiful of Naples place. people. 70, 74, 74 degrees. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. perfect. I'm going to go back to memory lane. I, got, I, I have a Jeep, Dr. Okay. Johnny, right? I've got a Jeep, and when I hit a certain speed or if I hit like a little bit of a bump, it starts to get into a yeah a major freaking so, shimmy situation. <laughs> most likely you have a, a loose component in the steering mechanism, like an idleron or a tire on end or something like that. So that's the first thing you want to check. Secondly, make sure the tires are balanced well, because sometimes if you get above a speed, now can you tell me that it doesn't, it, does it does does it do it at like 20 miles an hour? It does it. Or does it at 50 miles an hour? If I'm doing 50, I, I'm pretty good. It can overcome it. Okay. But if I hit something like just, just the right pothole at the right, right. time at about 24 checking. miles an hour, yeah. it starts a, a shimmy. And most likely it is one of the steering mechanisms. There's a steering also uh, stabilizer that, that's on the steering link 
that you know, make sure that that's in good shape. Otherwise, uh, it's like a shock absorber, and it takes the shock out of the, the steering mechanism where you got the either on, the um, tie rod ends, and the pitting them on. So. Unbelievable. You know what? This is this is like really cool. Uh, this is like one of the coolest things ever. Dr. Johnny, I'd like to thank you so much for coming in. And you're oh, always welcome. Pleasure. And, you know, you you are, when I say that we legitimately. Watched, we got to watch the growth, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the living legend. I got to tell you, it's, I've it's never great. seen what's happening in real estate. I've been here almost it's 50, crazy. 50 years. I've crazy. never seen what's going on. We bid on a couple of houses. That the, three, the three houses, we paid put the contract in for exactly what they wanted. Didn't even negotiate. And we lost all three houses because someone overbid us by 50 or a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy. how crazy it's it crazy. is right now. And it, they're getting, mark my word, it's going to turn around. Something's going to have to give no, at just, this at some point. It's too much. It's crazy. It's too much. Yeah. Just, yes, everybody wants to move here. I understand that. And you know, what really made it that more than anything is this, uh, the way that they had it, do everything remotely so a lot of people stayed home so if they could stay home and make a buck why couldn't they do it in a wonderful town like naples and get out of the snow and ice and everything else that's there crime we basically don't have crime here i mean we have the best police department where your sheriff's department thank you i mean you got the grand boss who's a great guy actually i was the one who out my was my vote to get him in as uh, our manager at one time yeah, he does a wonderful he was job. Our, he was our chief of police right. at yeah. one time. Yeah, and then, then before the that, I knew Chief yeah. Rebel. I knew them all. You right. know, they're all great people. But Naples is safe because of our police department. These guys are great out there. They keep they keep crime away from us. They know all these police officers know that they're all great. Every one of them. And I fought for them when I was on council to make sure they got everything they needed. And the guy that I got in there now, Pete, who's the city manager, who was the, the chief the marina, at, yeah. the, at the yep. fire department, what a man he is. He is unreal. I mean, if they get rid of him, I, someone needs to shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Dr. John, you know, it's a good thing. Just let it out. Yeah, well, hey, I tell it like you, it is. I've always is, had that. part of my success. You know all the nuts and bolts of the city of Naples. You've been here a long time. Long time. You put a lot of hard work, a lot of I sweat have. and tears in that whole thing, and it really means a lot to you. And the passion is there, right? So you want to make things good, gotta, and, and you and you hit it on the head. Like, how are you going to tell somebody you can't come to this beautiful place? It's been a problem, you know? I tell yeah. you. Yeah. So, so, so our time is getting there. Well, yeah, but I mean, we, we just, we're always just good. flew by. I know. It's like you know, 35 minutes. We haven't even good. touched on a whole bunch of stuff I had in my <laughs> well, mind. Well, could you do me a favor? Could you make sure we, we set it up to where, we, where you come back? Absolutely. And, you, and now you know exactly where it's at, so oh, we don't have to worry sure. about it. Yeah. All right, all right. It's so great to have you. It's it's like I, it's been my pleasure. I, get, I get goosebumps with it. It's hey, if great. somebody listens and they maybe learn something or help somebody, and that was one key thing, always, always try to help somebody. And you're doing that, Tim. By by doing this show, you're talking about new things. It's fun. Try to help somebody. Thank you. Do that. Do that in your life. And believe me, it pays you. It pays off. Yeah. Thank you very much. My pleasure. We are out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.